Hi, welcome to another episode of The Debug Life. Uh, today we're going to be talking about why failure hurts and how we can deal with it better. Now, scientists believe we developed our wide array of cognitive abilities, such as empathy and emotion, to help us cooperate with others. From the moment that we are born, we can interpret fa facial expressions because they can provide clues about the availability of resources. Infants are susceptible to the facial expression of their primary caregivers because we rely on them to survive. When the human species evolved in groups, breaking away from the tribe and going out on our own was a difficult and dangerous choice. Social exclusion, banishment, or abandonment had very tangible and deadly consequences. As a result, our brains become very good at monitoring and perceiving social threats. This explains why you may worry about a fight you have with a friend or about being disrespected at work. The areas of the brain that light up when we believe we feel excluded have been identified by experiments using functional magnetic resonance imaging. Specifically, the anterior cingulate cortex, the ACC, becomes active when we experience social distress. Whenever we feel rejected, it is the ACC that triggers these painful feelings. The ACC is also involved when we experience physical pain. Thus, physical and social pain share some of the same circuitry in the brain, which explains why rejection can hurt so badly. We often interpret failure as rejection in one way or the other. The brain can perceive rejection as threatening our safety and survival, thus activating mechanisms that make us feel distressed. The brain evolved to keep us alive, and it uses these painful mechanisms to get us to do whatever it thinks will lead us back to safety. Anxiety and depression are also used by the brain to draw attention to the situation and to do something about it. Depression may actually be adaptive because it can help you direct your focus to whatever complex problem you're experiencing. Those who are depressed usually ruminate on the source of their depression to the exclusion of other thoughts and activities. So long as it isn't sustained for extended periods, depression can help you find solutions to the challenges you face. If you don't believe failure puts you at risk, you're unlikely to experience distress, depression, or anxiety. Perceiving failure as a threat is the key to what activates these painful mechanisms in the brain. When you experience failure along with unpleasant feelings, you may also be subject to negative thoughts such as, there must be something wrong with me, or I can't get anything to work. These thoughts are simply the result of your brain trying to keep you safe. You don't have to agree with negative thoughts, but it is important to understand why you have them. You may be tempted to suppress these negative thoughts or distract yourself from them rather than deal with them head on. You can see this happening all around you. Just look at all the people you know that distract themselves with TV, video games, shopping, alcohol, or other drugs as coping mechanisms. But you probably already know that distracting yourself from a problem only makes it grow bigger. Based on the research, there are a few ways we can work with our brains instead of against them to deal with negative feelings and to get to where we want to be. Don't try to suppress negative thoughts or unwanted thoughts, no matter how tempting. Although it feels counterintuitive, the way to get unpleasant thoughts to stop is by first accepting that you're having them. Fighting negative thoughts only feeds your feelings of distress, and it is these feelings that cause the brain to activate its protective mechanisms because being in distress makes your brain think your safety is at risk.
Several studies, several studies found that people who accept unwanted thoughts and emotions cope better with them and have lower rates of depression following stressful life events. After you've accepted the unpleasant thoughts, begin to reframe your experience. A study on coping with failure revealed that adaptive strategies such as acceptance, putting the situation into perspective, refocusing on planning, and positive assessment of what was learned from the failure led to higher self-esteem and mental well-being. As you process the experience of failure, avoid the temptations to isolate yourself and stay connected to others instead. Doing so will reinforce the belief that you won't be abandoned or left out. There's a wealth of evidence supporting the benefits that social support provides during stressful events. Finally, as I've spoken about plenty of times, exercise is one of the best ways to release all the negative emotions associated with stressful feelings. Exercise triggers powerful changes in the brain that can reduce tension and anxiety, improve your mood, promote feelings of calm, and energize you. Exercising is also an excellent distraction, enabling you to break out of any vicious negative thought cycles. Thank you for tuning in today. If you have any questions, comments, please do send me a message. Thanks. Thank you.